0: Over 86,000 seniors and 8,000 employees across seven organizations make up the Admir family of companies. This podcast is dedicated to getting to know some of these incredible people. I'm your host, Thomas Cloutier. Welcome to the people of Admir Pod. This month we're honoring Diversity Month. We celebrate our differences and similarities to gain a deeper understanding of each other, not just during the month of April, but every day. Follow Abner Health Services on social media to see all the ways we're celebrating diversity. Today, we have the pleasure to get to know Emily Havens, Executive Community Relations Director with Ovation Sienna Hills in St. George, Utah, and Stephanie Grade, General Manager with Ovation Heartwood Preserve in Omaha, Nebraska. Emily has been with the Ovation team since August, 2020. Throughout her rich professional career, she co-ran a business networking company for women in business, is a local affiliate for a global nonprofit, I support the girls and received awards from Associated Press, Nevada Press Association, and Utah Press Association for her journalism. Stephanie has been with Ovation since October 2019. Her greatest professional achievement is earning the coveted Connie Award from Hilton Hotels for number one embassy suites in the world for three consecutive years. She notes her greatest achievement as being a mother of six year old Elena, and Stephanie enjoys family time with her daughter, husband Shane and English Bulldog Lola. Welcome Emily and Stephanie.
1: Thank you, it's Thank so you. good to be here.
0: Yeah, welcome. Ovation is a new line of business with the Admir family of companies offering upscale senior living with rich amenities. What was your experience like joining this new and growing business? Let's Let's start with Stephanie.
2: Well, mine was kind of a unique one, um, you know, because I came from the hotel field. I'm a hotelier by trade for over 20 years. And so I was kind of that next evolution into how we support what Ovation really is. And so it was a friendly recruiter calling me in my office and then really going through what I would call a detailed process of getting to know one another and making sure that we fit everything from meeting with Nicolette. To then having, you know, kind of the firing squad of the entire C suite from Rick Miller to Ron, to just, you know, really understanding if we were a great fit for one another. Um, And it was a very uh, mutually nice and easy conversation throughout the process that we did. And it really was a very natural um, progression. So, one that I'm very happy I took and uh, happy to be here now.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, Emily.
1: Yeah, I love that, Stephanie. Um, my experience feels like it's been a total whirlwind jumping onto this team with Ovation and Avamir. It feels like jumping onto a moving train, really. That's a really <laughs> the best way that I can describe it. And every bit of it has been really thrilling and just so exciting for me. Um, but when I joined Avamir, um, similarly to Stephanie, you know, I'm not from the senior living industry. One of the best things that I've learned so far is I feel as though you know I was so unaware of some of the ways in which we do things and how it really breaks down barriers in the senior living industry, like it just feels normal to me because I'm not from the industry, but quickly I realized like, oh, we're really doing something special here. this is This is something new, and that's been a really interesting like experience, right, to come on come onto the team. Um, but yeah, it's just been it's been a whirlwind over here.
0: Yeah. So. Absolutely. So, let's talk about what makes makes Ovation special. Uh, what, what sets Ovation apart from other senior living companies and communities? Uh, we'll start with Stephanie.
2: Well, really, it's a breeding ground for innovation. That's what I would first say about Ovation. We are a catalyst. Um, you know, everything from our technology, it's, it's really unique within the Avramir family because no one else is, you know, we are the first ones that are using almost everything from pushing out SHUPA to one day that now CBC is utilizing. But we're in Centrix and you know, Silver Sphere, um, all kinds of unique things that we are trying and we're kind of that innovation ground of where are we gonna test it? Well, let's go test it on Ovation, they'll do it. So uh, you know, that's one of the main things when we look at Ovation compared to other senior living communities, it's very technology forward. Everything from circadian lighting to having voice activated apartments you know, and voice activated communities. And that will continue to grow and be a ripple effect throughout the entire senior living industry. Then the other component that I think is really important to highlight is how we onboard our employees. Right now, we're just in the beginning phases of, you know, ovation and and those first steps and Emily got to experience those first steps and the very first onboarding. Um, So my apologies, Emily, because that's what you get when you get two trainers like Nicolette and I. But, um, you know, we're doing a two week onboarding just about our values and who we are to ensure that every person that's part of Ovation is truly a family member, is truly in line with our values. And we've rushed it so many other times. We're really trying to take a moment to measure and validate that we're giving the time to our employees and creating that rich employment experience that we want to. And that I know that all of Avamir wants as well. So it's going to be interesting as we, we work kind of with corporate HRs. we're vetting through that right now, um, to see how does that transpire into the rest of there. So I say ovation first off, from a family perspective, from the admiral perspective, it's a, it's a breeding ground for innovation. That's what we are.
0: Fantastic. Very exciting. Emily, what'd you like to add there?
1: I'm so glad you chose Stephanie first because she is so eloquent in speaking about really what makes Ovation unique. This is one of my favorite things to show people is just the credo card of the core values. Um, I love uh, being able to share that with folks who are going to be moving into the community. I don't think that they are familiar with a company like this being so open and really having that integrity above all else. Um, so I love that you mentioned that, Stephanie, because I just that's one of my favorite parts about who we are. But when I take folks on tours, because we here at Ovation Sienna Hills, we're at the point where we're taking folks into the buildings, and I frequently get the comment well, you guys thought of everything, you know, look at this and look at that. And, you know, from the salons to these grand common spaces to the smallest, most minute little details of each apartment home. It really has just been a hit and just has really impressed people. They haven't seen anything like it before.
0: Very exciting. Well, basic question here, but an exciting question for both of you. We'll start with Emily because you're sooner, but what is the anticipated opening date for your senior living communities?
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, Stephanie. No. (laughs) Okay. It's okay.
0: You're coming soon. (laughs) When are you opening, Emily?
1: So Ovation Sienna Hills, we have residents who are living currently in our independent villas. And they've been living there since September of 2020. Those are little patio homes. And then our independent living apartment homes are opening in just a couple of short weeks. So April 16th is when we're having uh, residents move in. And then our assisted living and memory care neighborhoods, those are going to be opening toward the end of April. So it has been a whirlwind here.
0: Absolutely. And Stephanie, I know they're are working on construction now. So what's your timeline?
2: We are. So right now um, we are reverse of, of Sienna Hills. We are going to be late fall and Better be 2021 for my independent living. We'll see, but right now we're looking at first residents in November for memory care and assisted living, and then probably late December. Not gonna even say 2022 for independent living. Sticking with 2021.
0: I love it. Stick to 2021. You sticking with it? (laughs) All right, Emily. I, I got a question for you. You serve on Admir's People and Culture Council and have a passion for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Share with us your passion, where it stems from, and your contributions as part of the council.
1: Yeah, Uh, my passion for DEI really stemmed from when I was a journalist. Um, I kind of carved myself out my own little niche position there. I reported on diversity and equality and LGBT issues, women's issues. And I also reported on the FLDS population, which is a fringe group of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is very prominent here in Southern Utah. So I covered that beat and I kind of gave, I felt like it was a good position for me to give voices to people who typically aren't at a decision-making table. After that, it kind of snowballed. I met some folks who run a nonprofit called I Support the Girls, and it provides bras and menstrual hygiene products to women and girls in need. And so I decided after I wrote that article that I really wanted to get more involved in those types of initiatives and programs. So that's been a really rewarding experience. Really, the Avamir DEI People and Culture Council, it's just a phenomenal example of how a business really owns its commitments. Every company will have a diversity initiative or at the very least a poster about diversity on the wall. But our DEI program is really, really ingrained in everything that happens from procurement to recruitment, training, you know, the organizational structure of the company and so, so much more. So it's just awesome to say that we really do have that strong DEI initiative here in the company. It's awesome.
0: We love having you on the team. Stephanie, you have the exciting yeah. part of growing team. You have a yeah. growing team there at Ovation Nation, hashtag Ovation Nation. What are you looking for? You have a bunch of different types of positions you're hiring for, but what are you looking yeah. for broadly in the teammates that you bring on over the next you know, period of time till you open?
2: I think, you know, we're looking for people like, like Emily, passionate you can hear the passion and things she says and everything of that nature. We want people for, that have a passion for the quality of people's lives. I think if you simply go down our values, it's really easy to take keywords from every value and that's what you're aligning for. You want people in alignment with our values so that they live our mission. So we're looking for someone with high integrity, someone who's okay with innovation, cause not everyone is. And if you're at ovation, you have to be okay with innovation and have passion, and they're willing to look at that quality above all else at all times, and also teamwork, camaraderie, and fun, right? Gotta be able to get into the cornhole competition. Absolutely, and win it. absolutely
0: and you know? the fun. <laughs> Watch out,
2: we're coming. But really when we look at that, it really is about those people that are committed, and that are committed in a positive way. So right now we're getting ready, and we're even rethinking about how we're recruiting right now. I'm working with Corporate HR, and we just did a get to know segment And it's actually a 90 second video about getting to know us. And we're gonna host open houses prior to actually having a large hiring event where people can come in and truly meet us, meet Ovation, see if it's the right fit for them before they even take more time to go through the application process. Let's test each other out. Let's see if we're a true better fit before we even get into that interview process. So we're redefining even how we're doing our job postings all the way down to that entire employment experience to even post hire. So great people that align with our values is really the true answer, but also making sure that we're really that employer that deserves those same people at the same time.
0: Thank you, Stephanie, appreciate that.
1: I just wanna springboard really quick uh, off of what Stephanie was talking about um, in terms of core values and things like that. I was recruited for this position and Um, the core values are really what won me over in the company. And I probably sounded like a broken record, uh, when I was getting interviewed, but my number one question, um, was what will my relationships be like here? So I would have loved something like Stephanie did with the open house and come meet us. And because it's just so important to have that camaraderie.
0: I have a great question for both of you. Great question overall. So who inspires you? I'll start with Emily. Emily.
1: I'm really inspired by the typical greats, you know, the Alexander Hamilton's and the Nellie Bly's and the historical figures who have overcome adversity and all that. But obviously, more importantly, it's the everyday kind of people that you interact with. I had a really phenomenal professor in college who was the advisor of the student newspaper when I was involved in that, and she really, really pushed me almost to my breaking point many times, and I can't even begin to repay her. But our future residents too. I mean, I am really inspired by our future residents, hearing their stories, understanding where they've come from, learning more about their life's accomplishments, their families, their hardships. And you know, not being from the industry, I'm not used to being exposed to that much information coming from a different generation. And it really has brought so much great insight An inspiration into my life. And again, just brings that passion into what we do every day. Thank you, Emily. Stephanie, who inspires you?
2: Well, I'm gonna take it down to one person. I gotta go to the OG original source, my mom. There you go. I'm going to go right on back to home to my mom. My mom is a very strong woman who doesn't allow any of us to sit on our laurels. Um, If you're not reaching for the sky, she's kicking your bun buns and moving it up. And you better be doing it with kindness in the way. If you are being not kind, heaven help you again. My mama will come. She was a high school dropout who was a single teen mom. And uh, she ended up getting her nursing degree. And has come full circle and, uh, you know, became a very successful woman um, and, and put all of our kids through college. And, and we all have very different lives and what she experienced. And so her perseverance and the things that she's overcome to me is just very incredible because she really grew up without parents. My grandmother died when she was six. So she's just a lady that shows perseverance, intelligence, and integrity all along and requires you to never stop. And if you do start to accept a little bit less, if you start to settle, she'll uh, remind you you're settling kindly. Moms are the you know. best. Oh, they are. You know, certainly. it's like that look.
0: Yeah. And Emily
2: got to meet my mom. Emily yeah. got to meet my mom. What's your, what's
0: your mom's name?
2: <laughs> Lois. Lois. So my mom is Lois Elaine, named after, this is no when you have too many brothers, named after Lois Lane. You know you have too many brothers at
0: that point, right? She sounds absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Does she live in Omaha?
2: She lives in Crete, off in a farm. So uh, not yet. Maybe after she retires, I'll get her. She's retiring this year. So we're hoping.
0: Fantastic. Well, she she is inspiring. And thanks for sharing that. I'd love for you both to share a a challenging moment in your life. We all all have them and and how you overcame it. We'll start with Emily.
1: I really kind of learned the value of hard work young when I, I put myself through college as a car salesperson in a really heavily male-dominated industry. So that was just such a learning curve for me and definitely wasn't a cakewalk, but I learned so much there. So I'm really grateful for that experience as crazy as it was. Another challenging time was definitely when I was in college. I found out I was having a baby when I was a senior, you know, in college, or I found out when I was a junior actually. And I was running the university newspaper, and I was a full-time student, and I worked full-time. I finished getting my degree with an infant in tow, and then I got a divorce that same year. It was just the hardest time in my life. I got through it, and I'm really glad that I did, obviously, but it was, boy, it was rough with an infant in tow and going through all of that. And this is not something that's unique to me, but I'm a sexual assault and rape survivor, And anyone who has gone through that understands and knows that kind of trauma and how difficult it is to push past it, even in day-to-day interactions with people, it's challenging. It really is. And if you don't get the help that you need, it really can set you back. And I've experienced that a few years ago. I had to really kind of go back and do some of the work on myself. I think as leaders and Stephanie, I feel like you are this way. I mean, Stephanie lives to serve others. Sometimes we just forget to to really take care of ourselves. You just have to do that, especially if you've been through something really rough and recognize that it was rough and it was difficult. Again, this is not unique, but being a single mom is a challenge. Every day is chaos, <laughs> total chaos. It kind of feels like nothing is getting all of my attention. It's all right.
0: <laughs> Worth it. What's your kid's name?
1: Her name is Roslyn and she is six going on sixteen. Um, yeah
0: (laughs) awesome awesome Stephanie same question to you
2: Emily was so eloquent to share both personal and professional ones everyone kind of has those throughout kind of what level it is and Emily's ability to overcome is so inspiring mine is not nearly as challenging in my personal opinion and my personal perspective on that but uh, for my husband and I we had a fertility issue and we spent eight years trying to have a child which included the loss of five including the one that alien is twin, um, but we got her. And so the way that we overcame it and we dealt with it honestly was changing and shifting our perspective. It was a beautiful lesson in patience. I swear the good Lord knew I needed one. So he gave me one. I could have used a little less time at college on that particular topic with him, but that's okay. He, <laughs> he, he made sure I knew it. Getting there, the perspective about how great my life really was compared to other people. True story, one of my employees, her sister-in-law, was beheaded over in the South Sudan while working for me wow. um, in the middle of the street. You know, and, and we don't experience those things. And so really taking a moment to shift my perspective and understand that a billion other people had a worse life than I did. You know, I so trying to always find those silver linings. And we also used humor. I won't repeat the humor here, not appropriate for this particular <laughs> environment, but Emily, I'll give you a call and tell you about it because, but we use humor. So, you know, I like to use a lot of humor in lightening things and then really trying to find what's that silver lining, you know, and I think that's really important anytime you come up with a challenge. What are the lessons you can learn? How can you grow from it? And if you can take that positive perspective, it doesn't feel as overwhelming. It doesn't feel like you can't overcome it. It doesn't feel like you can't walk through it, for me at least, and the experiences that I've had.
0: Thank you, Stephanie. All right, last question. Here at Abomir, we consider our team members and residents family. What does family mean to you, Emily?
1: Family, I feel like just makes everything purposeful. And going back to what I was saying earlier about relationships and the importance of that and what Stephanie was saying and being honest and you know vulnerable with people. I think that the best families are the ones that have the strength in all of those areas, right? In the relationship, honesty, vulnerability. Families protect each other. I think that as Avamir employees, we are there to protect and serve and have a passion for the quality of their life while doing it. It really just further solidifies our commitment to our team and our residents at all types of levels in the company. As we're preparing to open, I can't help but think about the days that everything is full steam ahead. And Stephanie, totally, you know, this feeling, and we're neck deep in policies or logistics or a structure of something. And then I walk outside and I have an experience with a resident or, you know, I make a joke and they laugh and we're, we're having this great interaction and I walk away feeling like, okay, like this is why we're doing it. This is, this is the feeling I'm supposed to be feeling. This is the purpose. That's the family part of it is that our team is our family and our residents are our family. We protect them and they in turn are going to bring purpose to our lives and bring purpose to all of this work that we are just pouring in.
0: Thank you. And Stephanie, same question to you
2: families are loyal, you help each other and you stick together. And you do just like Emily was saying, you have tough conversations, because you care. And it's because you care that you're willing to sit there and help someone walk through something that might be challenging, whether they're not doing self care, or because maybe they just need need help, because it's physically too much right now with where ovation is, having that family feel is so very important. If you've never done an opening, you don't understand the stress that comes with it, the insecurity that comes with it. Not only are you doing a new job, it's a completely new brand. Having Emily and her team go first really makes things a lot easier because they've flushed out that stuff. But that also means that the stress level that they have in that level of family is so much more important because I think that's who we are. We aren't just a family with innovation nation. We're a family with an avenue. And I even know that if I was to call someone an infinity or a signature or that, they're there for us as much as they can be. But it's also about how close and how loyal have we gotten on site in our own communities and created and reached out. And that is very important to Ovation, which is why we have Ovation Nation.
0: Well, I want to thank you both for joining the pod today. I couldn't be more excited about Ovation and and both of you. Thank you for sharing your stories. Couldn't be more excited about your future and opening your buildings. So thank you for joining the pod. Really appreciate it.
2: Thank you guys. Thank you.
0: Thank you you to our listeners for tuning in to the people of Amir pod. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform and follow Amir health services on Facebook to keep listening in.